to the Construction Big Breakfast, where we give you a hearty serving of insider tips and business strategies to help fuel your day so you can thrive in the construction industry. Now, here's your... Hi, Ron. Uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Ben Pritchard, and welcome to another episode of the Construction Big Breakfast. Uh, today is the second uh, podcast uh, between ourselves and uh, Finboot, uh, giving uh, all our listeners and viewers uh, a bit of an intro into uh, uh, blockchain, construction, and what it all means and what we're hoping to do. Uh, and I'm really pleased to uh, say that today joining me uh, is our special guest from Finboot, Quam. Uh, so welcome to the uh, podcast, Juan. Can you give our listeners a little introduction to yourself, please? Sure, Ben. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, yep, my name is Juan. I'm the CEO and, and co-founder at Finboot. Uh, again, we're a technology company that is looking to accelerate uh, the adoption of digital solutions, particularly blockchain-powered solutions in industrial ecosystems. Uh, personal kind of two-liner on me, I'm an engineer and I've got a PhD in physics. So all of my experience has always been around how to build technology-enabled products and transition them into uh, high-growth markets. There we go. Um, so, so thanks for that. And obviously, um, the most important question of the podcast, although a question Nish got away with, uh, oh. Brendan actually forgot to ask Nish. So maybe we'll ask Nish later um, uh, and uh, see if we can edit it in. But Juan, what did you have for breakfast today? Yeah, so I I actually, I, I was, my plan was I need to have like the fanciest breakfast ever. I need to make the top five, uh, but I forgot. Uh, I had a decent breakfast, <laughs> but no, I had some toast uh, with some cheese, uh, fruit and, and OJ. So nothing, nothing too fancy, but uh, more decent than, than most days. <laughs> so that's, yeah, so that's yeah, good. Well, a uh, sort of a continental breakfast, as we will call it over here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, and uh, yeah, myself similar. Nothing, uh, nothing too extravagant. A bowl of cereal, a banana, and um, uh, and apple juice is my uh, juice of choice of the morning. <laughs> okay. Um. So um, as we said, so this is the sort of second in a, a series uh, we're we're doing together. So uh, Brendan and Nish uh, in the previous podcast, they sort of looked at talking around how you demystify sort of blockchain. So sort of talk about it at a little bit of a higher level. Um, but I think one question that um, Nish was asked, uh, and um, I'll ask you uh, similarly, just to see whether we get a similar answer or a different. Um, you, you know, if this is the first podcast um, someone's uh, joined and they haven't listened to the last one yet, try and sort of describe what blockchain is in, in sort of a, a nice, simple, easy to understand way. Sure, yeah, yeah, I think, look, there's a lot of uh, noise around blockchain and you can find uh, hundreds, if not thousands of definitions out there and to, to various levels of complexity. Uh, the way I often kind of like to describe it and particularly because of the way we're, we implement that technology is uh, blockchain is an ecosystem that allows us to share, allows us to share data in a trusted way across multiple stakeholders. This could be uh, individuals, it could be organizations, but generally what we're trying to do is just find a way in which data can flow between us across value chains, across individuals and organizations, 
in a way where you can say, okay, yes, I, I know that the way this information has been verified, certified, and registered, and the way that record has been kept in time is in such manner that I can essentially will trust this information and then act upon it. Now, I've been um, sort of reading up, paying attention, um, sort of trying to see uh, how blockchain could enter the construction industry for you know, four or five years ago, I think was my first real experience. Uh, I did some uh, work with BRE in Constructing Excellence doing a, a little sort of research paper. And I've always felt that um, for a long time, it's been an answer looking for a question. Um, and like you say, the noise, you know, you say blockchain to someone, someone either looks blank at you or goes, oh, you mean Bitcoin? Uh, um, so it, it's, um, uh, it, it's, I think, always it's struggled to find its place um, in, in recent years. And of all the things that I've seen, what really stood out as different uh, for me with Finboot is this idea that it's middleware and the sort of the flexibility and access accessibility of it. What was it? Was that the key drive for you in, in sort of developing something different or how, how did that come about? Yeah, no, in a way, uh, I mean, it, it truly was. So you, I guess that impression that people are getting of, oh, look, blockchain is just uh, kind of looking for an answer, right? Or looking for, looking for a problem. Uh, I, I suppose the reason for that impression is because it truly is like kind of like a high impact emerging technology that can actually be implemented in a number of different ways and solve a number of different challenges that enterprises have today. Uh, now that brings in a lot of complexity, right? And, and it ties it in with already the sort of inherent complexity that the technology itself has, which is not kind of easy to understand or to, to interact with. So at the end, all of that complexity is what perhaps diffuses a little bit the value uh, behind blockchain. And that was precisely why our approach was, look, you need to find a way in which you remove all of that complexity. And we start focusing in, uh, in business cases and in, in business value. So what can an enterprise in a specific sector, in a specific unit within their organization, what value can they get out of this uh, technology at the end? You've got there a tool, <laughs> it, it's all up to you how you're gonna implement it, right? Uh, so building that middleware layer, as we call it, right? <clears throat> it was just a way to say, look, uh, forget about the complexities, right? You do not need to become a blockchain expert and you don't need to understand the details and the ins and outs of those uh, ledger technologies in, in a minute detail let our product handle that right let this middle layer handle that and we'll transform what is essentially a very complex technology into an enterprise software solution something that can very easily be implemented adopted and scaled in ecosystems that such as the construction industry are traditionally not the most digitized ones right so so we need to find ways in which Again, we can deliver that technology to, to those end users without expecting them to know and understand every single detail of the technology. That's essentially what this uh, product Marco that we've created does. Yeah, and I think it's, um, uh, you know, it, it removes a number of barriers to entry, doesn't it? Uh, that 
um, you don't require to to fully understand the the ledger technology either the the ins and out of Ethereum or whatever you use. You, you know, middleware has the flexibility to to sit on any of of those traditional platforms and work better with you, which I think you know makes it so much easier for people to 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 pick it up and engage with in the first place. Absolutely, and and that's part of that complexity, right? That that reality that. Uh, when we talk about blockchain, it's not, it's not just one thing. There are many different ways in which this technology can be deployed. And that's when you run into, okay, you've got Ethereum, you've got Hyperledger Fabric, you've got Quorum, you've got Cardano, you've got many, many, many others. And then that just adds to, to the question, okay, uh, what do I need to use? Or, or if I start building my solution in one of them, what happens if that uh, stops getting traction or support, and then have I lost all my investment in this technology, right? And again, through this middleware approach, what we're trying to say uh, to our customers and, and basically to the stakeholders out there is, look, the, the choice for ledger technology should be a, a null point, right? Uh, what you need to focus is on business value, use case and business value. Now, the way we developed and the way our product has been designed is it kind of looks, we, we oftentimes use the analogies like one of those universal uh, plug sockets. So if you need to plug it into an Ethereum network, again, Marco takes care of pulling out those uh, two connectors and make it uh, fit there. If you need to take the same business solution and now plug it into a Hyperledger fabric ecosystem, Again, we just change uh, the, the output of that adapter and you're using the same middle, la middle layer. Mm -hmm. uh, it's all about de-risking the investment in technology, right? And, and making sure you're, you're future-proofing your, your investment. You're a, you're a video player that plays VHS and Betamax. <laughs> exactly, we, <laughs> we said that. I mean, back, back, then, uh, back then you had to make a choice, right? And, yeah. and, for better or worse, VHS kind of won that battle. <laughs> uh, but I think what's going to happen with blockchain is that there's just not going to be a clear winner like there was with, with VHS, VHS and, and Betamax, right? There's just going to be multiple ecosystems, multiple ledger technologies, whether that is uh, per industry, per geography, uh, per sort of compliance or regulatory. Uh, you're just going to have to adapt. And, and particularly uh, global enterprises and more and more <laughs> every enterprise is, is becoming, in a way, a global organization, uh, will then have to find ways in which they can operate in all of these different ecosystems. So if I want to um, sort of digitize my operations uh, and things like that as an organization, you know, there's a lot of different uh, avenues that, that I could take. Um, for, for you, when, when you sort of have these conversations and when you're sort of building up on Marco, what are the key benefits um, for you from a sort of a, a technology uh, side of things that, that blockchain has over more traditional uh, platforms? Yeah, I guess, uh, and that, that's an kind of like a key question and one that we, we often run into it because generally, I think we can all accept sort of the benefits of digitalization in general, right? And that, that's, uh, that's no longer a question. That will bring operational efficiencies and it will bring, uh, it will help us improve our margins. So there's, there's value on going digital. Now, uh, in many ways, and a very fair question is, okay, I, in my choice to go digital, I can either 
go to a sort of standard centralized technology, or I can go move one step further and deploy or get connected to a blockchain ecosystem, right? Why would I take that, that second step? And, and again, I go back to my concept of future-proofing, right? The, the reality in which we are today is that more and more uh, data needs to flow along value chains and, and, and there's an increasing amount of data that needs to, to, to flow across these value chains, right? And, and at the end, you're then engaging with suppliers, you're engaging with customers, you're engaging with regulators. There's just so many people involved in the process that they need to find ways in which, going back to my original point and definition of blockchain, we can trust the data that we are receiving, right? So how do we put essentially the uh, procedures in place that will tell me, look, I can actually take this certificate as valid. I can take this provenance information as valid. Uh, that, again, it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's a very complex uh, thing to, to achieve, right? And it's not that it's not being done today, it is, but to uh, an increasing human effort as more and more data is coming in, right? So what blockchain is trying to do is say, look, let's just set the rules of the game in a way. So we'll agree on how data will be shared, how it will be verified and accepted. And now we'll just automate that with this underlying technology. That will help us all feel more comfortable in the way this digitalization process is going. Mm. Now, what I think is going to happen and coming from the founder of a blockchain uh, startup, this might sound a little bit biased, but I think what will eventually happen is these digital solutions uh, that are looking at things like traceability or data exchange across different organizations that have opted for a centralized uh, solution, they will end up having to, again, move on and uh, join a more distributed, more uh, trusted ecosystem. Because once that sort of bar is set to a specific level, you, you just got to meet those requirements, right? So when others in your ecosystem, in your industry start playing at that level, well, you either go there or you lose uh, access to the market, right? And, and I think that's essentially because of those elements of transparency, auditability, uh, immutability, because of that, those characteristics will just end up playing in that, in that sort of... Uh, Entirely. And um, I mean, they're all um, incredibly uh, key topics uh, for for us uh, as an industry at the moment. Um, uh, so there's a, a blog um, that um, will come out. It probably by the time this podcast comes out has already come out <laughs> uh, talking about sort of the importance of document management and things like that with a focus on um, what the industry is coined the, the golden thread. Uh, after the Hackett report uh, and sort of the the importance to be able to trust and verify uh, material performance and understanding of everyone in the value chain of of how things are going to work and, and that need to to trust is something that is going to become so key in sort of uh, uh, our operations on projects and things that you're right you're finding that um, sort of technology platform that l raises the level um, is something that as an industry, we should be sort of snapping at your heels, uh, sort of asking for. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I think, look, no one wants another Grenfell, no one wants what happened in Miami to, to occur again, right? 
And, and this golden thread initiative within the, the construction industry, it's, it's generally aimed at that. Look, let's share data. Let's make sure that we know what all of these moving pieces are coming from and how they've been checked. And, and so that we can guarantee the safety of our, of our buildings and, and so on, right? So I think that's a, an incredible initiative that is being put out there. Uh, but the consequence of it is that we need to gather and share more data across different organizations, right? So there's already a lot of data being shared and a lot of it is manual processes. A lot of it might be paperwork or emails or phone calls. And now you're saying, no, look, here's this new mountain of information that you now need to share as well. And you now need to collect and you now need to verify. So again, it's just more pressure to every stakeholder in the industry. So eventually we will we'll just kind of need to go out there and say, look, what, what technological solution is out there that can help me meet this new level of, of compliance, this new level of basically transparency in, in the industry? And the, uh, the, the problem that we face as an industry is that um, we have, like you say, lots of data, almost too much data. And then it's all, what do I do with all this data? You know, how do I sort of, you know, put some context around that to create knowledge and insight that we can actually sort of use and act upon? Um, whereas, you know, when you have that uh, immutability and that verification that the, um, the, the blockchain technology and the decentralized sort of approach gives you, you don't have to spend time constantly sort of, you know, turning the same handle round and round. Yeah. Um, and you can feel confident and trust what is being told to you. You don't have to verify everything three times. Um, so it'll, it, uh, it could potentially save the industry so much time, uh, as well as improve sort of quality of output as well. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, again, operational efficiency, right? So we, <laughs> if we will continue to operate in the construction industry the same way we've been doing things until now, and you now have, as I said, this new mountain of data to share, to gather and to share and to verify. <laughs> and you keep doing it the same old uh, way. Uh, you'll just be, you'll end up out of the game in a way, right? Because uh, it, it would just be too much work, right? So we need to just just kind of rely and, and adopt these new emerging digital solutions that are there essentially just to ease our our work, right? Ease our day-to-day. -day. Now, uh, again, there will be a, a process for adoption. There will be a process to understanding, okay, how do I structure this data? How do I combine it in the right way? Uh, how do I uh, set those uh, standards for verification uh, so that then we can truly automate that on blockchain and everyone can just look at that information and say, look, it's been verified. It's correct. It's it's correct, and uh, I can just move on with my process, right? But but all of that is what needs to to basically start happening now, right? So so we can truly get to that level of transparency that that I think everyone in that ecosystem is is looking for. Mm. One of the um, uh, benefits that historically um, I, I've not sort of seen many people talk about, but it's certainly something that that I think will happen. Um, you know, the, the knock-on impact of using the, this technology is how it will affect people. Um, so one of the, the, the buzzwords of all buzzwords in construction is uh, collaborative working. 
Um, so uh, any and every um, uh, industry report, Egan Latham, Farmer, all of them for, for decades has talked about the importance of, um, you, you know, if we're going to do it better as an industry, we have to work collaboratively together. Yeah. But one thing that they probably don't focus on enough, uh, and we as an industry haven't focused on enough, is how we can trust each other enough to do that collaborative working. Um, and when you're not squabbling about the little things and you're focusing on the big things, I think that ability to trust and verify what is in front of you will inherently allow you to work in a more collaborative nature. Is that something that you've sort of seen with some of your other customers and other industries? Yeah, no, no, absolutely. And I think I think it is a reality, right? And most industries are moving towards more collaboration. Uh, but then uh, there are other challenges, right? So, so it, as you want to uh, work more collaboratively, you want to make sure that you can provide access to the technology to every stakeholder, right? So it's not just large organizations. Again, you work with contractors and suppliers who might be smaller, and you also want them to kind of bring in their data and, and collaborate in this new, new way of doing things, right? And, and that's another element that we try to focus on, right? That's another one of those barriers that we try to knock down, which is you can access our technology from any connected device, right? So one of the challenges or the concerns that people have is like, oh, great, this is blockchain. Uh, I understand the principle of it. I understand the value, but it's like, how do I bring this to a construction site? Uh, how do I bring this to the truck driver that is, again, moving things from, from side to side? Uh, how can they interact with this? And again, what we do and what we put a lot of effort in creating is solutions that can be accessed with any connected device. So standard smartphone, tablet, laptop, all of those can give you access to this technology in a way that is very much focused on simplifying the user experience. As I was saying before, no knowledge or no deep understanding of the technology is required. You're just interacting with tools like you do in your day to day, right? And and that's a key enabler, let's say, of that collaborative uh, ecosystem. It is, it is. And um, I think one um, one question I should have asked probably at the start of uh, of the, uh, the the podcast: What was the sort of the uh, the the inspiration, the reason? How did sort of Finboot and your sort of move to to blockchain happen? Yeah, so, so again, Pinboot started, uh, and, and let's say this is the, the fruit of a few founders, Nisha and myself, two of them. Uh, there's another two founders in the mix, and essentially we got together uh, back in 2015, 2016, and, and we started looking at kind of blockchain technology because uh, our CTO, uh, again, he's known the technology from the very early days. He, he approached me once and he said, look, uh, this is sort of the next big thing, right? So this is this is going to be uh, huge. And and I said, look, uh, looks interesting, right? Let me let me have a look. And and what I found was it was partially true, right? A lot of enterprises were starting to to speak about blockchain and say we need to look at blockchain and we need to use blockchain for finance for supply chain. Uh, again, it, it was all of this exploration and and it started to become that buzzword. Uh, but us, all, all of us kind of having had careers in, in technology and having an understanding of technology in, in quite a good detail, what we realized there was there was a huge gap, right? So 
when you look at what kind of sea level strategic uh, directors were talking about, it was all of that value, all of those use cases. But then when you look at the technology, understanding the technology and where their systems were, it was like those two just don't connect, right? I mean, you've got a very complex technology. It's very difficult to access it. It's very difficult to understand that. And you want to implement it in these industrial ecosystems or financial ecosystems that are just not prepared for like the, the, the systems themselves are not prepared and the users are not prepared for such a complex technology. So what we set out to do was just basically fill that gap, right? And say, let's just remove those barriers for adoption, enable the uh, use of blockchain in these ecosystems and make it easy to connect, right? Uh, that, was, that was our key, let's say, uh, vision, let's say, at, at the very early days. And, and it's what that product market has, has come to be uh, today. Again, already implemented with customers like Repsol, Iberia, Stahl. So we're talking about large enterprises, leading enterprises in their sectors uh, that are using these in their supply chains, that are using these for traceability, for transparency, for financial reconciliation. So it, it goes back to kind of all of these different values that blockchain can bring to you once you find a way to simplify the technology. Yeah, and I'm um, sort of you know really excited about you, you know the, these podcasts and uh, sort of an upcoming webinar um, that we're doing. It's just the start of our journey of working together. Um, you know, we're looking at uh, the, uh, a platform that we've uh, called Billblocks um, that we hope to be able to sort of uh, develop and roll out for the industry. That um, I think I think I'm you know we're really excited at Invent, and uh, I'm sure you guys are as well about the, the potential impact it could have on, on construction, about how uh, if we can sort of you know, simplify and streamline so many things for the industry. Um, and one thing I uh, uh, I think that technology is often poor at is having the flexibility that everyone can access it from the start, which I think is actually what, you know, the flexibility of Marco and the idea behind Build Blocks means it doesn't matter if you're a billion dollar firm or a you know hundred thousand dollar firm you know, or pounds uh, if you're in the UK uh, you know we want it to be accessible and give value for all um, because if uh, you know we as Invent um, if our sort of vision of uh, sort of creating value through construction uh, it is to happen then we need to create things that create value for all not just for the few um, and that's something we're sort of really excited about hopefully developing uh, with you guys. Yeah, no, no, and, and us, are we? Uh, I mean, look, what, what we've seen is uh, there's a lot of value already being gained and an advantage, sort of competitive edge that our customers are gaining in, in other industries using these uh, sort of traceability and transparency solutions in, in their supply chains. And our our thought was just look we want to bring this to other industries right we know it works it's out there people are using it uh, where else can we can we let's say expand it to and and that's again with this partnership with invent uh, came uh, from and and i do think that as we move forward with build blocks and as we start to validate and bring in some of the initial stakeholders into that we'll see that same value that we've already seen in in the chemical industry, in the mining industry, in the oil and energy industry, 
we're just going to see it replicated here, right? And and we're significantly excited, of course, about that that opportunity. Good. Um, well, uh, amazingly, that's half an hour um, sort of done. Uh, so uh, we, we we best wrap up. Uh, um, uh, so uh, thank you, uh, Juan, for for joining uh, me today. Um, it's been a sort of a great conversation. Um, sort of uh, hopefully uh, our listeners and viewers agree, uh, and they've uh, sort of learned something. Uh, or at least uh, interested enough to uh, listen to our other uh, podcasts and more importantly to join us in our webinar which I think will be on the 22nd of September um, but I'm sure that the um, the link will be sort of down there uh, in the uh, YouTube uh, bio once it's ready. Um, so as always uh, thank you to everyone who's tuned in, who's listened um, if you don't already, please do subscribe um, and uh, make sure to leave us uh, five star reviews uh, four and under not acceptable five only, please. Um, so, uh, Juan, thank you very much for joining us today. And I look forward to carrying on with this uh, partnership and uh, carrying on the conversation over the coming months. Great. No, thank you, Ben and, and Ben for, for having us. And, and thanks, everyone, for watching. Want to learn more about how Invent can help your business maximize its bottom line? Head on over to www.invent.com and get in touch with our team today. Thanks for joining us this week on the Construction Big Breakfast. Make sure to visit our website, www.invent.com, where you can subscribe to the Construction Big Breakfast on all platforms so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a positive rating. Or if you'd simply share it with a friend, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.